It's the Kim Monson Show, analyzing the most important stories. I find that it takes work to get your brain around these ideas, and it takes work to engage in these conversations. The latest in politics and world affairs. With what is happening down at the State House, I used to think that it was above my pay grade to read the legislation, and it's not. Today's current opinions and ideas. I see big danger in as much as we will be giving an unelected bureaucratic the power to make rules about what we inject into our body. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed. Let's have a conversation and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, valued. You have purpose today. Strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul your mind and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. Thank you to the team. That's uh, producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Jen, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Thursday to you, producer Steve. Okay, hold on to your hat for this one. It is thoroughly thought-provoking Thursday. But it's also thankful Thursday, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because Kay and Boulder, right? Yes, Kay and Boulder. She'll like that. So uh, You're doing well. So, thankfully, thoroughly thought-provoking Thursday. (laughs) You get a prize for that. That is excellent, Producer Steve. I know you put some thought into that. That is excellent. Uh, Check out our website. That is uh, at KimMunson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter, and you'll get first look at our upcoming guests as well as our most recent uh, podcasts and our most recent essays. And uh, and uh, just a note, we will be rolling out our voter's guide on the issues on the state ballot and some of the local questions as well. That will be a week from Sunday in the newsletter. So get signed up so that you get first look at that. And uh, you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And my friends, it's never compassionate to take other people's stuff, whether or not it's their rights, their property, their freedom, their livelihood, their opportunity, or their lives via force. And a force can be a weapon, policy, un- and unpredictable taxation, uh, fear, coercion, government-induced inflation, the World Economic Forum Davos Globalist Elite's agenda. This is what we are seeing play out now. And uh, as one of our listeners had sent this a very interesting uh, piece over that she said changed her mind. It was called The Melbourne Man. And it was a, about a, a young Mormon missionary in 1947 in Australia. Uh, had a <clears throat> conversation with uh, one of the three top communist um, leaders in Australia and uh, and it went on to say that we are we are fighting not only kind of a physical communism but this is a spiritual communism and I thought that was very thought-provoking and that is what the globalist elites agenda is it's communism for the whole world I know that sounds crazy but it's not it's what is they're trying to play out in front of us and uh, what stands between us and them is um First of all, uh, our faith in um, our Lord, and the second is um, the United States of America. And that's why when I say we were made for this moment, I'm serious about it. And then lastly, uh, to to push this agenda, we see in the 87,000 IRS agents that are authorized in the Democrats' Econ- Economy Reduction Act. And that is, uh, I think that's really what we need to name it, is it's they're trying to put us into recession and um, uh, uh, it's just uh, it's really 
bad bad things that those people are doing, Steve. I was pondering, you know, <laughs> the situation in the world, and I, you know, you know, I'm the, uh, I'm in the running for the king of snarky, and I was thinking, you know, when George Soros has a staff meeting, it just is uh, Joe Biden present. Joe Biden's not present anywhere, but his handlers are probably there. Okay, his handlers. Okay, well, you know, they would prop him up at the table and put toothpicks in his eyes. I don't know. It's really sad what what is happening there. And if if the policies were not, if, I mean, he t- has to take responsibility for this. He's been in Washington for so long, and uh, he was in the Obama administration. He was the vice president. So. Uh, it's just that his faculties look like they are are fading rather quickly. And uh, as you say, it's it looks like they're propping him up. And it's uh, it's uh, it's sad. It's not only sad for him, it's sad for the American people. Well, he had some big to do yesterday at the White House on, uh, you know, hunger and uh, you know food distribution, you know, being cognizant of that. And, you know, so much, the high percentage of Americans are not food secure, I guess. And he's calling out the name of a recently deceased House member as who was part of that committee. Yes. And I think everyone's, you know, their eyes are darting around. It's like, how, wait a minute, you know, she's not here. And he, I guess he did it a couple of times. I didn't right, see the I actual footage. But, uh, mm-hmm. man, uh, where, where's your awareness of what's happening? And, and the headline read something like, the White House was scrambling to find a, a reason you know, to explain that. And it's like, why? Why are you scrambling? Just, you know, you, you got to expect this from this guy. So uh, if he had his faculties about him and you're talking, I can't remember her last name, but her first name's Jackie. And she was uh, killed in a, uh, a, a tragic car crash earlier this year. And so what he if he had his faculties about him and he would have uh, said to something along this line and want to acknowledge the work of, of Jackie, her last name, who uh, worked diligently on this as well. And she's sorely missed, but he doesn't, he doesn't know what's going on is the problem. So uh, with that, and that's a, that's a problem for America. That's a problem for the American people. Uh, Steve, we've got to let everybody know about the America's veteran stories show that we, uh, recorded yesterday with Jim Sterner, 99 years old. He was at Battle of the Bulge. He was with the K Company, and uh, it it's they're all they're all fantastic. And this one is another one that is just true gold, Steve. It was, uh, although I I don't want to ruin anything or, or give a, give it away too early. But him tracking his how did he get there in terms of. Uh, you know, leaving the states, and, and where did he spend time prior to uh, the fall of '44? As we were moving up to that time, I mean, nobody knew the Battle of the Bulge was coming. Uh, it was certainly a surprise to the Allies, I think, because they had, you know, they thought they had the Germans on the run. But uh, you know, his account of how he got there, the time spent in England, and then getting on a ship and crossing the Channel, leading up to that. You know that that event in December of '44, it was it was just fascinating, right? And so he went on to Omaha Beach, November of 1944. Of course, um, D Day was June of 1944, and so I asked him. I said, "So as you were going onto the beach, what what went through your mind?" And he he said, "How did they do it? 
how did they do it? And so when when we end that show with that we stand on the shoulders of giants, th- this time that we're in right now, we're in an ideological Normandy. Uh, and um, we have to take heart from uh, our history. That's why they're trying to tear down history. That's one of the good things about history is to know where we came from so that we can can figure out where we're going. So anyway, you will not want to miss that 3 to 4 p.m. this Sunday. And then uh, Charlie has it in the rotation that one of our past um, America's Veteran Stories will play Sunday 10 to 11 and then uh, one on Saturday night as well, 10 to 11. So you will not want to miss that. Uh, this is so amazing what is happening over in Italy and also in uh, Britain with these uh, two women that um, uh, are... Uh, uh, prime ministers there, and uh, the uh, it's uh, Giorgia Baloney, I think it is, and uh, oh look at this! I'm just looking this up. It says YouTube removes an incoming Italian Prime Minister Maloney's passionate speech. On let me just click on this. Can you believe this, Steve? It's going to take just a minute here. I don't want to uh, believe it, but unfortunately, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Okay, computer's just a little slow here. YouTube removes incoming Italian Prime Minister Maloney's passionate speech on the family breakdown. Wow. Oh. Uh, this censorship is just remarkable. But uh, I was watching one of her speeches, and she had quoted G.K. Chesterton. And so I thought, okay, let's, uh, let's quote him today as well. And I thought this was pretty amazing. But uh, G.K. Chesterton was an English writer, philosopher, lay theologian, and literary and art critic. He's been referred to <clears throat> as the Prince of Paradox. Of his writing style, time observed, whenever possible, Chesterton made his points with popular sayings, proverbs, allegories, first carefully turning them inside out. Chesterton created the fictional priest detective Father Brown and wrote on apologetics. He was born in 1874. He died in 1936. And he said this, Steve. He said, fairy tales are more than true, not because they tell us dragons exist, but because they tell us dragons can be beaten. Is that not great for today? Sure is, because I... I... (laughs) I, I don't know. I, I'm going to steer this in the wrong direction, but I've been paying a lot of attention to you know every every pundit and prognosticator is out there saying what's going to happen here in what about 39 days uh, with the midterms, and just this morning they were saying this. You know, some guy was trying to figure out. It's like, well, the the you know the red people on the red side had uh, a double digit forecasted leads and going you know back in june and those have disappeared and the uh, you know the blue side is making all these gains and in, in my own home state i've been paying attention to uh, you know what's going on between this guy fetterman and uh dr oz uh i just don't know i mean they're saying pennsylvania's in a dead heat over these two guys and i cannot figure it out i mean so there's the dragon so uh, if dragons can be beaten, I'm counting on it. Well, and if we ha- if we are assured of free, fair, honest, and transparent elections, this, this dragon can be beaten. But the the dragon that's in that is in in charge right now is not going to go easily. And so we must work and pray. I don't. I mean, this is a this is a pivotal election here in our country. And um, yeah, the, I can't even believe that it would possibly even be close with Fetterman and Oz. And the other thing is, is the pollsters are in on the game as well. They are in there to try to dishearten 
uh, those that want to write for or vote for candidates that love America. They want them to stay home, get disheartened, and not vote. And so there's a whole game going on, I think, Steve, right now. Well, and okay, another dragon that's recently being or is in the process of being beaten is CNN. Uh, you know, their viewership is down, 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 and all the <laughs> famous CNN um, people that you're used to seeing are being dispersed. I guess Don Lemon is is the last one to go, and he's being demoted. Uh, so, you know, they can be beaten. They can, and uh, it takes time. It takes patience. This ballot box is... Uh is so important, um, and this election is really important. So this show is going to be a little bit different. As you know, we normally uh, have a, a featured guest, which I love because I learn so much from each and every one of them. And in this first hour, the guest that um, – get this – Hold on here. Our guest was scheduled to be Richard C. Lyons, and I received this book from his publicist, Shadows of the Acropolis. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this sounds so interesting. So we had him booked for today, but guess what? He lives in Florida. And so his publicist reached out and said, we probably need to reschedule. And in light of what happened with uh, Hurricane Ian um, making landfall, it's um, we must pray for the people of Florida right now. But because um, 2.5 million people do not have power. So we are going to reschedule Richard C. Lyons, uh, give it a little time to shake out there in Florida. And so, Steve, you and I are just going to go through headlines uh, this uh, this hour. Second hour. And I'd like to explain this. Uh, we're on 6 to 8 a.m. Monday through Friday. The first hour is rebroadcast 1 to 2 in the afternoon. The second hour is rebroadcast um, 10 to 11 at night. And uh, today in the second hour, <clears throat> there is uh, 40 Days for Life is uh, beginning. And this is a pro-life um, uh, initiative. And we're going to have uh, with us in the second hour, Dr. Haywood Robinson. And he was formerly an abortion doctor. And once he came to know Jesus Christ as his personal savior, he got out of that business and he is now with 40 Days for Life. So it is going to be super interesting. We'll feature him in segments two and three, and then he's going to stay on for Collins. And so would love to have you call in. That will be the last uh, segment of hour number two. And that phone number is 303-477-5600. So let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to go through some headlines. There's a pretty fun event that's going to occur tonight that the Independence Institute uh, has going on. We'll talk about that. So we'll be right back. Inflation is rocking our boats, especially for individuals on fixed incomes. If you are 62 years or older, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lauren Levy, can help you navigate this inflation squeeze with a reverse mortgage. Additionally, if you are considering buying a new home, refinancing your existing home, or consolidating high interest debt, it's not too late to lock in an interest rate before interest rates increase again. Don't wait. Kim Munson recommends you call Lauren Levy today at 303-880-8881 for a no-cost consultation. That's Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Are you concerned about the curriculum taught in government-run schools? Are you concerned about CRT and sexual indoctrination worldview agendas taught to your children in government-run schools? Are you concerned that your children are not receiving a quality education in the government-run public schools? Have you considered homeschooling but don't know where to start? Christian Home Educators of Colorado, or CHECK, has answers. You can homeschool. Go to check.org start. 
Kim Munson highly recommends Christian Home Educators of Colorado. Reclaim your child's education by going to chec.org slash start today. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Munson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, kimmunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. And you can email me at Kim at Kim dot com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity. Uh, by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something is a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And uh, Steve, tonight, you know, John Caldera is pretty has a pretty good sense of humor, and they are having an event tonight. Uh, I, pretty good. I I strive to be half as good as, as him. <laughs> and they're having an event this evening. I'm going to be there. Would love to have you join us. It's from five to eight p.m. And uh, you can go to i2i.org to get some more information. But they have titled it the Not-So-Libertarian Block Party Honoring Governor Jared Polis. And as many of you know, uh, Jared Polis is trying to paint himself as a libertarian. I think partly to uh, try to attract that millennial vote. Uh, and uh, so Caldera goes at it. He just really pretty well nails it. And um, he says, are you a rancher, small business owner? selfish bastard who refused to wear a mask do you work in oil and gas was your home home destroyed in the marshall fire don't worry because our pro-business cost-saving libertarian governor is here to save the day says governor polis and his administration have been hard at work creating pro-business policies to save you and it goes wait you mean those policies that destroyed businesses livelihoods finances and were actually authoritarian authoritarian so it says, join join the I2I tonight, uh, and then um, so that we can honor Governor Polis, who, in air quotes, saved uh, so many of these different businesses. And remember this. And so I find this interesting. He said the tickets are 10 cents, but when you uh, add in all of Polis's fees, the tickets are actually $35. So I thought, uh, I thought we should just go through those fees, uh, because each one of these has been instituted, uh, and they are... Truly authoritarianism. Uh, uh, how do you say that? Authoritarian? There. Is that, did I get it, Steve? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, authoritarianism. Yeah. And uh, so do you want to run through this? Do you want me to start? Um, be- we can toggle them. You know, you take the first one. Okay. First one, the hospital provider fee. He says that's uh, $15.23. Then there's, the, uh, then there's the transportation sustainability fee. That's $10.04. Your delivery fee, and that is $0.27, cents, and that is on every delivery that comes to your home now, Steve. Disaster mitigation fee, $2. Environmental justice fee, $0.55. Cents. Electronic filing fee, $0.46. Cents. License plate fee, $0.18. Cents. Third-party vehicle transfer fee, $3. And your building energy performance reporting fee, $0.23. Cents. Al- alcoholic beverage festival fee, $0.18. Cents. <laughs> Labor and employment training fee, $2.28. And last, public utility modernization fee, $0.48. Cents. 
And please note, all the term on all these is fees. And these have been put in place to try to get around TABOR, Colorado's Taxpayer's Bill of Rights, which is an amendment to the Constitution, the Colorado Constitution. It was passed by the people of Colorado over 25 years ago. And it basically just says to PBIs, those politicians, bureaucrats, and interested parties, three things. If you want to raise taxes, you just have to ask us. If you want to keep excess revenue in government, uh, so government brings in revenue. If you want to keep revenue above a very generous formula of uh, inflation plus population, you just have to ask us. And I will make a note right now, embedded in many of these um, tax increase questions, if you see Title X or Title X in there, they are referring to detabering that excess revenue and uh, maybe asking to detaber other revenue as well. It is such a sneaky thing to do. So say no. It took me a little while to get on to this. And we have seen many different uh, counties, municipalities, special districts that have, again, in air quotes, detabored their excess revenue. I think there is a question in Jefferson County to try to detabor uh, their excess revenue, and that's going to be on the ballot this year. You probably want to say no, because it is important that they that they have to ask us. And then the other thing is, is if, if uh, these PBIs want to incur debt that we have to pay off, once again, they just have to ask us. But, Steve, do you not find it absolute? What is the word, the, the common word in all of these? It's not tax, is it? It's fee. All these things were put in place by PBIs so that they didn't have to ask us. And all these fees affect us every day. Uh, in our lives. So there is nothing libertarian about this. It's been sneaky. And um, this governor, this Democrat legislature, previous governors have all been a part of this. And actually, I hate to say this, Republicans have been part of this as well. Yeah. Yes. And that, uh, that is very, very frustrating. And uh, I will tell you just a little story about that hospital provider fee. That was a hidden fee that uh, was on your hospital bill if you stayed in the hospital. Uh, the, the actual legislation said that they did not have to break that out on your bill uh, for your hospital uh, stay. Uh, but there was a whole bunch of money in it, and they, and they could actually... Um, they could actually increase those fees. Uh, so there was a big pot of money in it. And so what they did, and Republicans were complicit in this as well, because I went down to um, testify against this down at the legislature. And um, there was a Republican. They could have, uh, and so as they're doing these shenanigans on this, it could have been stopped in committee um, at the hearing. And there was a Republican that actually voted to get this out of committee so that it would go to the floor where it did pass. So he voted to get it out of committee. But then when it was on the floor, he voted against it so he could go back to his constituents and say that he voted against it. And that was one of my first kind of eye opening experiences to see that um, the kind of the Republican establishment operatives 
were working with the Democrats on this. This was a very bad thing that occurred, and uh, and it is um, it it was uh, it was truly shenanigans. So on that, uh, as I mentioned, Steve and I are going through a number of these headlines. On the line with me is Karen Levine. You know her. She is an award-winning realtor with Remax Alliance. Uh, she's been in the industry for many years. She's seen the ups and downs in this metro real estate market. Uh, it's pretty. It's we never dreamed that interest rates were going to go up so quickly, and so that's really affected uh, the market. And so, wanted to talk with Karen about that. Karen Levine, welcome to the show. Well, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, These uh, interest rates have just been. uh, I I, it looks like they're really trying to to hurt the economy. To me, uh, Karen. I mean, I do think that interest rates probably needed to go up because they were held artificially low. But then we had government printing all this money. Um, What are you seeing in the market right now here? Well, we haven't really seen results of the recent increase um, because there hasn't been enough time. um, Because it's really um, only been, well, about not quite a week or a week since the Fed made that move, but the real change in interest rates didn't happen for a few days after that. Um, With that said, um, we know that buyers' buying power um, has once again been challenged. And when we went from 3 to 5%, that was about a $600 a month change. So I'm guessing when you go from 5 to 7, it's another somewhere around $600. So people's buying power has dropped, you know, over $1,000 a, a month. That's a lot, or increased, I should say. Yeah. Um, so it's going to affect the pressure on prices. It's going to affect buyers who can be in the marketplace. And I am, I think, an eternal optimist in most cases. And I look back on the conversation you and I have had over the years and this looks like one more um, step in keeping people in home ownership. When you look at the fact that, or keeping them out of home ownership, right? Yeah, keeping people out of home ownership. When you look at the fact that January through May of this year, the American people said we want to be homeowners, and they did anything and everything they could to get into housing, but they could do it because interest rates had been kept artificially low. So why is it that we can't allow um, the cost of housing to be determined by a fair market, by, you know, supply and demand, and keep the government out of it? Well, and when government gets involved, typically the supply becomes limited, the price goes up, and the quality goes down. Yep. And uh, that, and as we look, and you and I did a show, gosh, was it a couple of years ago? And I think you and I both kind of looked at each other and like, well, this is a little tin hat stuff. But we were talking about the World Economic Forum, where they came out and said, by 2030, you will own nothing and be happy about it. And we're like, how would that happen? Well, I'm realizing it can happen be- because of inflation and because of government intervention in the market, um, because of high taxes, rules, regulations. And this didn't just happen overnight. When I had Greg Walcher on, we're talking about our forest, the mismanagement of the forest by the federal government. Uh, basically, about 30 years ago, the Enviros decided that they were going to try to put the logging business 
uh, out of business here in America, and they did it. And so just think about that. The cost of lumber, which is pretty basic to building a home, this started 30 years ago, so it increases the price. And uh, we are now seeing the effects of these policies from 30 years ago to what's playing out right now, Karen. Exactly. And I think it's the things that have happened over time. When you look at, I look at economic forecasts of January, in January for 2022. And everyone agreed that interest rates, one, had been kept down artificially and that they needed um, to make a move up. And the anticipation was we would see rates move up at a somewhat natural pace, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. and they would move up and we would be in the fours, high potentially, the highest would be around five by year end. Well, look where we're at. And it's this fear factor that they're imploring, which is deplorable. Um, It just doesn't make sense. And then you you compound that with the fact that we have the highest credit card debt in our nation that we've seen in over a decade. And what has caused that? It, it's there's just a lot of disconnects, which is a little unsettling. Um, but as you and I always talk about, change creates opportunity. The question is, is what is the opportunity that's being presented? And there is choice out there as far as um, opportunity for people to, you know, not have to rush into a housing decision um, because there are, you know, several half a dozen, dozen houses for them to pick from that fit their criteria. Uh, But if they are going to finance it, the cost of doing that has increased, you know, somewhat substantially. Right, right. Hey, Steve, you you said you wanted to uh, jump in. Well, uh, I'm going to give you a real world uh, or, 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 you know, it's one, it's, it's something to hear like when, when Lauren's with us, Lauren Levy, and now, you know, Karen Levine, to hear these, these things that that they bring to the table and, and share with our listeners. But yesterday, on my my wife was on her way to work and she was listening to Lauren Levy. We are, you know, we're you know we're we're looking at possibilities of moving, you know, changing, mm-hmm. you know, get, mm-hmm. getting to another area of uh, of Colorado. And she said, you know, something that Lauren had said, and not to take anything away from you and here, Karen, but all of a sudden it hit her. It's like when we go to sell our house, there's nobody who's going to be able to afford it with what's happening in the interest. So when something like that, when that revelation comes on and, you know, someone, you know, like my wife, who's not necessarily one to sit back and, and even though she's in accounting and finance, you know, numbers don't really jump out at her. But all of a sudden there was something that was said on this show yesterday she said, oh, my gosh, we can't really go anywhere because no one's going to be able to afford to get our house. Well, and I think that's a little bit dramatic, Steve. Okay, um, you would expect and, that. Of course, of course, because there's always a buyer for any commodity, for any product at the, at the right price. The question will be, at what price are you guys going to be willing to sell your home to make that move? Uh And that's going to be the question of every seller in the marketplace is, does it make sense? The other thing we need to be reminded of, when I came into this business, which was over 30 years ago, 
interest rates had just come down from 17, 18%. They were around 12. They were moving down to 10. And I bought my home at 7.5%, and that was an adjustable rate mortgage. So there's always opportunity. The question is, what's the cost? And how many buyers are in the marketplace that are willing to participate? And I just feel like this movement in interest rates that has been so dramatic is saying, well, we're trying to take buyers out of the marketplace, and they're doing a pretty good job. They are government. Yes, and uh, and the other thing is, is that I'm I'm concerned that I, it really looks like they're trying to throw us into a significant recession, and um, because they kept rates down artificially down for so long and then just to spike them so quickly as you mentioned i think a more gentle approach we agree they needed to go up but this is just really jolting the market so but uh, karen yesterday uh, lauren said something that i thought was very interesting he said in their business in the mortgage uh, business they say you marry the house and you date the mortgage and uh if you find a house that you you like, he's, you know th- that there should be an opportunity, hopefully at some point in time in the future, that you could get a lower a mortgage rate. And so there's still creative ways to get get into home ownership, but that's why you need real professionals like you and Lauren to do that, Karen. Exactly. And for listeners who are looking to participate in the real estate market today. If you were to team up with Lauren and I, we have ways, there are creative ways, and and they're they're all very legal ways um, to be able to get people into home ownership. And sellers are understanding that they need to have a willingness to participate in assisting buyers to get into homes. And they can do that by offering what's called a seller concession, Um, that can be used towards buying the interest rate down. And so we are seeing that and have been seeing that over the last 90 days that sellers have been able to put their homes under contract and buyers been able to buy by um, helping with the cost of the financing. Okay. So, Karen, what is that phone number? Uh, and, again, also on new bills. You, uh, you you want somebody on your side of the table. You want Karen Levine on your side of the table with new bills. It just means that they bring you to that first appointment on that. How can people reach you? They can reach me at 303-877-7516. Again, that's Karen Levine, 303-877-7516. Karen Levine, we will talk to you next month. Or not uh, next month, how about next, next week. Next week? <laughs> Okay, Let's do it next good. Okay, have a great day. You too. Okay, and we're going to go to break. Before we do that, though, uh, another great sponsor of both the shows is Hooters Restaurants. It's because of them that uh, we're on the air, all these sponsors, and also uh, they're a sponsor of America's Veteran Stories as well. And uh, they have all kinds of lunch specials and happy hour specials Monday through Friday. And uh, then also when um, the game is on, the NFL games, they also have uh, specials on that as well. Uh, they're sponsors of the show. I got to know them. It's a really interesting story about freedom, free markets, and capitalism. Check that out at my website, KimMunson.com. We're going to go to break. When we come back, Steve and I will continue through some headlines in this first hour. Second hour, you will not want to miss that. We'll be talking with Dr. Haywood Robinson, so we'll be right back. 
The Metro home ownership real estate market is very tight right now. That's why Kim Munson recommends you have seasoned REMAX realtor Karen Levine on your side of the table. Karen Levine will help you navigate through the many details of your home buying experience so that you can successfully pursue your American dream. Because Karen Levine cares about property rights for each individual, she volunteers hundreds of hours to represent home ownership opportunities at the local, county, state, and national levels. If you are considering buying or selling your home, call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's 303-877-7516. Hey everybody, Roots Medical here with an exciting update about the practice. In addition to specialties in hormones, thyroid, and gut health, Roots Medical is thrilled to now offer pediatrics. Scheduling is easy, and the appointments are comprehensive, genuine, and focused on your child. Take control of your child's health care by scheduling at Roots Medical. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Don't buy a gun for just in case. In these uncertain times, you want to protect yourself, and Franktown Firearms will train and equip you to do so. When you buy a gun, plan on possibly having to use it in case of an emergency where you need to defend yourself. When you have a gun but aren't trained on how to properly use it, it's just irresponsible. The most important part of protecting yourself and your loved ones is being a responsible gun owner, including training on safety and usage. You can keep yourself safe with the proper tools and training from Franktown Firearms. Your firearm is the safeguard to your security when used properly. When you're unsure about the future of your security, remember that Franktown Firearms is your resource no matter your experience level. Go to klzradio.com slash franktown to contact the team directly or visit their website at ffgc.co slash training for course information. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. Americans Veteran Stories with Kim Munson, Sunday afternoons at 3, here on KLZ 560 AM and KLZ 100.7. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That is KimMunson.com, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And uh, thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. Um, our guest that we had scheduled for today lives in Florida. And because of that, uh, his publicist said we probably need to reschedule as we were anticipating Hurricane Ian uh, coming on shore. And that that was a a good idea because 2.5 million people are without power right now. Steve, I was thinking about it as people were trying to leave Florida or or leave where they were, you know, maybe to try to get to a place that they um, would be safer as this hurricane made uh, came on shore. I was thinking about it. What if you had an electric vehicle and you needed to charge it and you needed to get out of there as fast as possible? 
And you would think about the all of the demand on the grid at that particular point in time. This is just uh, irresponsible for this, uh, again, government push to put people into EVs when, in essence, um, the grid can't even uh, really provide the power that is needed now. Uh, but just think about how scary that would be as if you needed to leave and you didn't have enough charge to do so. Or you got on one of those highways and because of the of the um, uh, traffic, the amount of traffic that uh, uh, you, you might lose your, your battery. I mean, just think about how dangerous that would be, Steve. Well, I'm also thinking you're probably not going to get a Christmas card from many of the EV dealers in the metro area. <laughs> well, no, but you're, being, you yeah, are absolutely yeah. correct. I mean, uh, the, all contingencies, all – I think we – I see – I run into uh, stories – in, in in different venues of of a uh, EV owner getting a surprise and not the good kind of surprise something they just didn't think of and you know you're saying with this government push you know to get everybody into EVs a lot of people just aren't sitting down and and thinking it through what what are the the real issues here what what's different from a internal combustion engine that I need to be aware of and you know this is certainly something uh, a large-scale power problem like a hurricane can induce. Uh, I just don't know that there were people thinking about that. Well, and they're not. And this is the. And again, I, 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 I know. I sometimes this could seem very. Um, Tin haddish, but let's think about this. Here is Excel putting all these smart meters on people's homes. People don't even really know that this is occurring. I mean, we talk about it, but uh, I, I talked to this young guy on uh, a couple of days ago that was walking the neighborhood, uh, and um, I think he was with a solar company, but he was very well versed in the smart meters. So let's think about this. I mean, Okay, COVID, did you ever believe that PBIs would come in and say, this business is essential, this business isn't? And the businesses they said was essential was the big guys. The ones that weren't was our mom and pop um, um, different little businesses. What about, think about this. If uh, people are trying to get out of the way of a hurricane and there's too much demand on the grid and people are in electric vehicles with these smart meters, he said that it is sending data back to Excel every 15 minutes. It says which ports you are using um, energy on. What if uh, the PBIs looked at it and they said, oh, we can't provide enough power for everybody and so we're going to provide power to those that we consider essential and those that aren't. I mean, I know it seems kind of tin hatish, but if you really look at what's going on, it's not. That's why we have to say no. That's why we have to stand for liberty and freedom and say no to this continual government encroachment of the rights of America. And when we talk about the Davos globalist elites, what stands in the way is the United States of America and our faith in our Lord. Those are the two things, Steve. Yes. And, uh, you know, we, we had a story, what, two, a month or so ago, at least, uh, about um, car maker BMW basically holding uh, some of their customers <laughs> hostage. If you didn't pay a fee, they would turn off your seat warmers. I mean, this, it, you know, 30 years funny. ago, you, you would have laughed and, and said, oh, yeah, that'll never happen. Well, guess what? It's happening. It, it is happening. It is happening. So let's... um. 
Let's go to break. Uh, you know what, Steve, as I'm really looking at this, we've never really done this before because I always love having these guests. But I've got about 10 things that we could talk about, and I realize we only have one one more segment to do that. But when we come back, I want to talk about the class that I'm taking with Dr. Mark McDonald on how to, uh, how to, how not to be fooled. And uh, it's through Dr. James Wise, James Lyons-Weiler's uh, new um online education programs and it is absolutely fascinating and uh, so when we come back class was last night and i want to talk about something that is happening in iran that uh, gives us a lot of hope so let's go to break before we do that though uh, i did want to mention the usmc memorial foundation Uh, they are going to have an event october 26th and you will not want to miss it the keynote speaker is a navy seal i get to uh, emcee the event. It's a luncheon and uh, there's going to be all kinds of sports uh, Broncos there. It's going to be super interesting. So you can go to usmcmemorialfoundation.org and that's where you can buy your tickets. I think it's going to sell out. So you should probably buy your tickets early. So let's go to break. When we come back, something is happening in Iran that um, you will not believe. Stay tuned. Three Points Financial is a fiduciary financial planning company focused on helping individuals and families. Mary Alpers and Steve Cruz at Three Points Financial specialize in investment strategies, tax planning and preparation, and retirement planning with no product sales or commissions. Tax laws have changed and will continue to change. Inflation is real. Three Points Financial helps you maneuver through these changes to achieve your financial success. For clarity and a solid, relevant financial and investment plan while working with a company that puts your interests at the forefront, schedule a no-obligation initial consultation at threepointsfinancial.com. That's threepointsfinancial.com. No matter how you define it, inflation is out of control. Increasing prices at the gas pump and grocery stores are hurting everyday people. All these challenges we face are preventable. Individuals must understand what is going on and who is responsible. That is why Kim Munson is bringing truth and clarity to the issues facing our families, our communities, our state, and our country. Now more than ever, it's important to support Kim's independent voice. She has the courage to research and inform you about the real issues. It's not easy, and Kim could use your help. Go to KimMunson.com to contribute. Again, help Kim by contributing at KimMunson.com. That's M-O-N-S-O-N.com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. Uh, wanted to just mention, I'm taking uh, Dr. Mark McDonald, uh, his... Um, class through ipac-edu.org. This is Dr. James Lyonsweiler's online education uh, program that he is just starting, and it's it's interactive, and um, there's a whole bunch of different classes, so go to ipac-edu.org. Uh, I think enrollment will close on the 1st, so you might just still, still have a day or so to do that. The classes are very inexpensive, and I'm taking this one with Dr. Mark McDonald. He is a psychiatrist 
in L.A. He's uh, written a couple of books. The first was The United States of Fear. And then this last one is Freedom from Fear. And it says A 12-Step Guide to Personal and National Recovery. And the class is How Not to Be Fooled. And he brought this up as something that is rather remarkable that happened. Uh, and this and this is from CNN. It says, um, and this is about six days ago, I think it is. And let's see, September 21st. It says, in the video, a massive crowd cheers as a woman lifts a pair of scissors to her hair, exposed without hajib in sight. The sea of people, many of them men, roar as she chops off her ponytail and raises her fist in the air. It was a powerful act of defiance Tuesday night in the Iranian city of Kerman, where women are required to wear hajibs, those headscarves, in public, as outrage over the death of a woman in police custody fuels protests across the country. Uh, and it says, uh, Iranian authorities said Wednesday that three people, including a member of the security forces, have been killed in the unrest, which is stretched into its fifth day. And it says the death last week of 22-year-old Maha Amini, who was arrested in Tehran by morality police, which is a dedicated unit that enforces strict dress codes for women, such as wearing the compulsory headscarf, has sparked an outpouring of anger over issues ranging from freedoms in the Islamic Republic to the crippling economic impacts of sanctions. It says the protests are striking for their scale, ferocity, and rare feminist nature. The last demonstrations of this size were three years ago after the government hiked gas prices in 2019. And what Dr. Mark McDonald said, and I... I hadn't really thought about this, but he said that the COVID mask here in America is akin to the required hajib uh, that people are wearing in Iran and that um, it was powerful if we would just have a big mask burning um protest here in America, uh, because, uh, I, I mean, I mean, I know that it's pretty much Americans are, are pretty much over that, done that, but I think Steve, in my gut, that is why I was so defiant about wearing this mask. And I probably only really wore a mask, maybe a couple of times through the whole thing. And then a friend of mine had actually given me a mask that was made out of uh, fabric that you could totally see through. So when somebody totally required that I wear that, I would put that on. But I never believed it would be such an act of defiance to go into the grocery store without a mask. But I realize in hindsight how important that was, Steve. We needed people to say no. We just needed people to say no. Well, they created that monster. There was just too much conflicting information and also pushing back or trying to, you know, put common sense in a corner. And again, people just say, wait a minute, you're, you're, you're not making any sense here. Uh, you know, the, the data that was already, that was quickly becoming available said that these, this isn't doing anything. It's more of a, uh, psychiatric type or, you know, what am, what am I trying to say? You know, it was something. It was. To, you know, to put in people's mind, to keep that fear thing going. Right. And to pit people against each other. That is the other thing. And uh, uh, was it our quote yesterday uh, that uh, basically said, uh, and it was Thomas Sowell, he said, any politician that is trying to uh, pit Americans against other Americans, and I know I'm paraphrasing, uh, should not be elected. And uh, so we need to continue to. Re- but I take great hope in so many different people. For example, Roots Medical and Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. 
uh, where they have actually uh, taken a stand for everyday individuals' health. And so it has taken time. But we have seen as Americans have, have, as the veil has come off, the mask has come off, we are realizing what has happened. Now, now there will always be 10 to 20% that'll be over there in that, that arena. And it was even in the Revolutionary War. They, they were called Tories. They were British sympathizers. And that's just that. And you just need to leave that over there. And then we need to engage the big, broad 80% of Americans that love America and that love, love their, their liberty, their responsible exercise of freedom. That's who we are communicating with. That's why we do this show, Steve. What can we say about a story like this that came out of Iran, uh, or go over to with the, the Netherlands, you know, Holland, <laughs> and the farmers protesting what was happening to the cost of fertilizer. Some tyrannical entity enters the picture, whether it's in Iran or you know any places where the uh, World Economic Forum can exert their power, and they can only go so far before the people start pushing back. Well, and uh, so we're out of time right now, Steve. Um, uh, let's see. And I think I just want to quickly mention, because we're going to be out of time here shortly, is uh, Joe Manchin. You know, he caved and he voted for the e- Economic Reduction Act, which that's really what it is. And it's hurting the uh, personal economies of everyday people big time here in America. And uh, he thought that he had this permitting um, proposal that was going to be beneficial for his state. He was promised it. And uh, he actually, he got screwed on the whole thing. And uh, he should be pretty embarrassed because, um, and of course, the other thing is, though, is we, we hang our hat on Mansion, but we've got these two Colorado senators, Bennett and Hickenlooper, who just vote lockstep with Biden all the time. We need to make a change uh, at the ballot box, although I'm, I'm not totally con- convinced that uh, Joe O'Day would be uh, voting uh, <laughs> the, the way we want because he actually, Joe O'Day was quoted in Time Magazine saying that he would have voted for the Infrastructure Reduction, uh, the Infrastructure Act as well as the Eco- Eco- um, Economy Reduction Act. So, But at least we need to at least make a change. At least maybe we have a shot at uh, um, changing Joe O'Day's mind. Uh, but we know there's no way with Michael Bennett, Steve. Well, well, back to your comment, Bennett and Hickenlooper. You think I could say that by now, as long as he's been around uh, in our little world here. But in terms of them voting lockstep with who? I mean, is it Biden or is it Schumer that they're voting in lockstep with? Because I can't believe the power that Schumer can exert. Right. Right. Uh, They're all in in that together. And so we do need to make a change. Another headline, uh, Morgan Stanley, one of their chief strategists, says that this could be something worse than a normal recession. This is what the handlers of the Biden administration, this is what the World Economic Forum wants. And I am concerned we need to fasten our seatbelts because I think it's going to get rough here. Uh, and we, as we were talking with Karen about uh, mortgage rates, it's going to get rough. Uh, they're trying to, uh, I really think they're trying to hurt the economy. So that's why this particular election is so important. And then I'll just mention, and Mitch McConnell does not look like he wants to win. He is, he is, uh, and this is from the Federalist, from Tristan Justice. I need to get Tristan on. It says, McConnell dumps another million into Alaska to save 
Murkowski after ditching Arizona's Blake Masters. And that is a very important race down in Arizona. And Mitch McConnell has pulled um, his uh, financial support for Masters there because Masters is an America First candidate. And Masters said that if he is elected, he will not vote for Mitch McConnell um, for party leadership. Mitch McConnell has been in Washington for, I think, 34 years, something like that. And look at what has happened to America. And uh, so um, we we really need to make a change. The other good thing about this, Steve, though, is uh, over the last four years is we are really starting to see these people show their hands. And... Um, and if we know what's going on out there, I think that's really important. They say they love America, but they do do the opposite. And um, so it, I think that's something that's uh, I think that's a positive. That's going to be a silver lining. I'm going to take uh, take away this morning, Steve. Well, I, I just McConnell needs to explain himself. Obviously, he's he's not just looking for any old Republican. He's looking for a certain kind of Republican, and we know of him as rhinos and uh, i just don't know why he has the power to direct this money and it should be the rnc doing this kind of stuff well i think that uh, i think that i don't know exactly either but he has this PAC money um i don't know i don't know the how that whole thing works either that's an excellent question but steve we are out of out of time on this uh, first hour and stay tuned for the second hour because we'll be talking with dr haywood robinson you will not want to miss that but i thought Uh, G.K. Chesterton, uh, this is an amazing quote, and uh, we'll end the show with this. He said, courage is almost a contradiction in terms. It means the strong desire to live, taking the form of the readiness to die. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America. It's the Kim Monson Show, analyzing the most important stories. I find that it takes work to get your brain around these ideas, and it takes work to engage in these conversations. The latest in politics and world affairs. With what is happening down at the State House, I used to think that it was above my pay grade to read the legislation, and it's not. Today's current opinions and ideas. I see big danger in as much as we will be giving an unelected bureaucratic the power to make rules about what we inject into our body. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, let's have a conversation. Welcome to our number two of the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, valued, you have purpose. Today's drive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, you were made for this moment. Thank you to the team I work with. That's producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Jen, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Thursday to you, producer Steve. Nuts, I threw away my little uh, cheat sheet here. Uh, What was it? Thankfully, uh, thoroughly thought-provoking Thursday. You got it. You got it. So, yes, I cannot believe how fast time is going. But, my friends, when I say we are made for this moment, 
We truly, truly are. I think we are at an ideological Normandy right now. And uh, uh, we need to engage in this this battle of ideas, this narrative out there. Words are important. And that's why we do the show, to help you get your brain around these issues so that you can engage with your friends, your family, and your colleagues. Uh, check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. And um, sign up. Um, for next week, we are going to... Uh, release our voters guide on the issues on the state ballot as well as some of the local um, questions as well. It'll be very thorough. Uh, we'll have recommendations, uh, but we want it to be a tool so that you can be an informed voter. Uh, for us to save our country, we must have informed voters, not influenced voters. And um, if you're going to vote, you have a duty, a civic duty to become an informed voter. And if you don't take the time to do that, uh, then you have a responsibility to not vote. That's just the way it is, Steve. You know, somebody who's <clears throat> hearing you say that for the first time, they're going, huh? Not vote. <laughs> but it's, if you stop and think it through... Uh, you know, there's a lot of damage that can be done by people who don't have a clue what they're, uh, I'm going to date myself, pulling the lever for. Right, right. And so that is why it's important to sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can email me at Kim at KimMunts.com. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And my friends, it's never compassionate. And there's two questions that are going to be on the ballot. They're going to try to um, try to make it look compassionate. One is for subsidized housing or affordable housing. Natalie Minton says I can say affordable ones. It's subsidized housing. It is an assault on home ownership, the opportunity for home ownership. It'll be putting people into subsidized housing, government housing. And uh, we saw how well that worked with the Chicago Projects. Uh, but the uh, the other one is um, healthy meals for all children, and right there, I, I I gotta get the exact title on that. But right there, it's disingenuous because it's not for all schools; it is for selected schools. So even right there in the title, if you if you can't be straight with me in the title, how can I trust you with uh, n- another one hundred million dollars? Is what they want, Steve, for that. How much a government <clears throat> works on that principle, though, in terms of trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Exactly. And that's why we do the Voter's Guide. So be sure and sign up for that. But again, my friends, it's never compassionate to take other people's stuff, whether or not it's their rights, their property, their freedom, their livelihood, opportunity, or their lives via force. And a force could be a weapon policy, an unpredictable and excessive taxation, fear, coercion, government-induced inflation, the World Economic Forum, Davos Globalist Elite's agenda, or the new 87,000 IRS agents authorized in the Democrats' uh, Economy Reduction Act, which is exactly what it's doing. We're seeing all these um, strategists come out and say we are headed to a recession. We're not headed to a recession. We are in a recession right now. That's why this election is so important. And that's also why it's important to elect candidates that are America first candidates as well. So let's go to our quote for today. This is such a good one, Steve. And I chose it because the new Italian prime minister, Giorgia uh, Maloney, uh, actually quoted G.K. Chesterton. And I thought, oh, that's so fascinating. So I, I look for G.K. Chesterton quotes. And uh, Chesterton was an English writer, philosopher, lay theologian, and literary and art critic. 
He's been referred to as the Prince of Paradox of his writing style, Time Observed. Uh, whenever possible, Chesterton made his points with popular sayings, proverbs, allegories, first carefully turning them inside out. He created the fictional priest detective Father Brown and wrote on apologetics. And apologetics, uh, what that means, that is a defense of the Christian faith. And he was born in 1874. He died in 1936. And I love this, Steve. He said, fairy tales are more than true, not because they tell us that dragons exist, but because they tell us that dragons can be beaten. Isn't that great? It is, because I, it made me stop and think, and I guess I used it as an example in the last hour. Uh, I get really downtrodden pretty quickly when I you know, see entities out there like CNN that are distorting everything and pushing in the wrong direction and, and misinforming. And yet, lo and behold, if you're paying attention, CNN is, I mean, it's close to just being history. Most of the the major figures that you're used to seeing are gone. And I guess the last one to go is Don Lemon. He he doesn't realize it yet. He's been demoted and he's still, you know, trying to walk around like he's, you know, the, you know, the big rooster in the CNN hen house. (laughs) I'm just going to let that just percolate. I'm not going to say anything on that. Did I go uh, in the wrong direction? I, no, I not at all. I, I just uh, that just got my my funny bone on that. So uh, I just want to make a comment. You and I were listening to the top of the hour uh, news. And first of all, prayers for Florida. Oh, my gosh. 2.5 million people without power. And uh, apparently there's been a number of deaths and uh, I did make this point uh, on these electric vehicles. Uh, you know, the, the power grid, the electric grid can't handle right now in some of these areas. Uh, and, and we've not hardened it as we talk with John Spence and Glenn Rhodes on a regular basis. This government is not and these um, utilities have not done things to harden our grid. They could do it. But let's just think if you you're, you're you need to get out of Florida or you, or you need to get out of your community because it looks like it's going to be hit. You only have an EV uh, and an electric vehicle, and you need to charge it. And it's going to take, oh, gosh, maybe 30 minutes or so. It's going to take a while to do it. You need to get out of there. And um, and then also, if, uh, you know, if there's... Um, you know, such a demand on the grid, if there was a brownout or a blackout, just think about the, the risk. Just think about the, how they have taken your freedom of mobility away on that uh, in the, um, you know, in, in the, the uh, path of, dis- of um, destructive um, hurricane or something like that. I mean, just think about that, Steve. They don't really care about everyday people. They care about power and control. We need to be electing people that are representatives of us, that care about us, that we we know we need to be good stewards of the environment. But I just can't imagine how scary that would be if you were trying to get, get out of there, had your family in the car, and you didn't have enough of a charge. Well, I'm thinking here trying to you know draw a great comparison, but I guess the same can be said for a conventional combustion engine. If you made the decision that you were going to hunker down and try to wait it out. And all of a sudden you realized, uh, maybe that wasn't the right decision. I need to get out of here. So if you didn't have a full tank of gas or if you didn't have a full charge, uh, on your EV, I mean, your dilemma could be the same. Who wants to take the chance of getting out there? And then, you know, because of the volume of traffic, just sitting in, in some huge traffic jam and watching your resources just go away. 
But if you know, okay, the, the difference is, but if you know that you're in a, a situation where there is, uh, that you, you're going to possibly need to get out of there, I mean, come on, make sure you have a, a full tank of gas. I mean, people need to start to think about taking care of themselves and, and being responsible for themselves. And if you have a full tank of gas, uh, it, you have quite a range to get out get out of the path of destruction. But many of your options may go away with an EV. Uh, and so I, 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 because your, your battery charge can actually go down. It doesn't always, you know, if you're not charging it, you are starting to lose battery charge. Whereas if you have a full uh, tank of gas, it is a full tank of gas until you decide to start to use it, Steve. Well, you make a good point. So, Okay. Okay, so let's see. Let's go to break. I am really excited about this next guest, uh, Dr. Haywood Robinson. He is going to talk about uh, this 40 Days for Life. And it says, um, and it's 40daysforlife.com. It says, help save lives by praying for an end to abortion in your community, September 28th through November 6th. And so once again, we go to this quote by G.K. Chesterton. Fairy tales are more than true, not because they tell us that dragons exist. So I would say this dragon, this lie of abortion, but because they tell us that dragons can be beaten. So we're going to go to break. We'll be right back with Dr. Haywood Robinson. The Metro home ownership real estate market is very tight right now. That's why Kim Munson recommends you have seasoned REMAX realtor Karen Levine on your side of the table. Karen Levine will help you navigate through the many details of your home buying experience so that you can successfully pursue your American dream. Because Karen Levine cares about property rights for each individual, she volunteers hundreds of hours to represent home ownership opportunities at the local, county, state, and national levels. If you are considering buying or selling your home, call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's 303-877-7516. Are you concerned about the curriculum taught in government-run schools? Are you concerned about CRT and sexual indoctrination worldview agendas taught to your children in government-run schools? Are you concerned that your children are not receiving a quality education in the government-run public schools? Have you considered homeschooling but don't know where to start? Christian Home Educators of Colorado, or CHECK, has answers. You can homeschool. Go to check.org slash start. Kim Munson highly recommends Christian Home Educators of Colorado. Reclaim your child's education by going to chec.org slash start today. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of the Kim Munson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, kimmunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through this lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it or coerce them or lie to them. Uh, and uh, I think that's a segue into uh, our next guest. And he is going to stay on through the uh, to the top of the hour uh, for our call in time as well. So 
If you have questions or comments, 303-477-5600. But I'm thrilled and honored to have on the line with me Dr. Haywood Robinson. And uh, uh, just a rather remarkable story. Uh, He said he's always been driven by helping people live in the healthiest way possible. But when he didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus, he thought that serving others involved performing abortions. His story shows how a relationship with Jesus and knowledge about the medical world can fundamentally change how one views abortion. Dr. Haywood Robinson, welcome to the show. What a remarkable story. Thank you, Jesus. It's his story and me. And thank you for having me, Kim, on your show and an opportunity to speak to your audience. God blesses you a whole bunch. <laughs> well, thank you, Dr. Robinson. And uh, what precipitated this, and Patty, our researcher, is the one that got us connected, so I'm very grateful for that. But uh, beginning yesterday, September 28th, there's uh, this 40 Days for Life. You're involved with this, correct, Dr. Robinson? I've been involved with 40 Days for Life, which is based in Bryan College Station, Texas. For those that don't know where that is, that's approximately 100 miles north of Houston. It's the home of Texas A&M University, and there are about 72,000 students there, and that's why Planned Parenthood opened there, and that's where I'm from, and I've been with them since the organization started in 2004, but actually, I was with the precursor organization, the Brazos Valley Coalition for Life, since its very first meeting in the late 1990s. And why is this important, this 40 Days for Life? Why is this important? Well, we found it to be important. First off, we know clearly from the Bible that God tells us to pray. It is a communication that God wants to have with us. He wants us to consciously and also in the Spirit communicate with Him. And, of course, by His Spirit, He communicates back to us. I'd like to remind our audience that abortion offends God far more than it does us. And this Holocaust, this is the uh, a global Holocaust, one that is totally unprecedented in magnitude by humankind. Of course, we tend to focus on it in, in the United States, but all over what people call the developed world and also uh, the underdeveloped abortion as a practice has occurred. Now, what has happened, we have this uh, very serious thing where government now has become uh, the agent for it and, and basically uh, almost has forced it in, 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 into our lap. So why should we fight it? We fight it because God created human life. It is the pinnacle of creation. After he created man, he did and say the same thing he said about the rest of creation, which was good. He said it was very good. And after that, he recognized there was one improvement to go from human point zero to human point one, and that's to bring on the other part that would complete humanity, and that's the female man and woman, male and female, designed his image, and it is the pinnacle of creation, the only species on earth that can have awareness of our creator, God. Dr. Robinson, as I was writing the promo that ran uh, this last day, uh, I've, I've thought a lot about words. And you mentioned God, creation. 
And who doesn't like the word creation? There's innovation, there's creation. Um, in the Declaration of Independence, it was remarkable. They said all men are created equal. And how are we create, created equal? Because we are created in the image of God, which means that we are creators as well. So that word creation is such a beautiful word. And so I, I just very quickly, I, I started off our pro, uh, promo. I said, what is the opposite of life? We want life, right? What's the opposite of that? Death. The opposite of order, chaos, the opposite of creation, destruction. And that seems to be the questions that we are really being asked in our society right now, Dr. Robinson. Yes, that's a good point. And I've never quite looked at it like that, Kim. The opposite of creation, which is life, is death. And early on in the Word, when you read Genesis, when the instructions that God left, was, which were very short lists, of of uh, not to do's, but the one not to do was eat a, eat from the tree of uh, tree of knowledge. Uh, we couldn't keep that one creation. Uh, he said that if you eat from this tree, that you would surely die. Now, well, how could you die? Adam was still alive. He Adam and Eve had children, and of course, humanity did indeed cover the earth. That death that happens, uh, I guess, biblically, biblically in, in the Garden of Eden, was an absence of God's true presence. God is here right now, yes, through the power of the Holy Spirit, and thank God for Jesus, we have a relationship with him. But what unfortunately we encountered through Adam and Eve was a death from what was a perfect relationship with God. And those of us that don't know Jesus, have not been washed in the blood of Jesus, have not been saved, who do not have eternal life, well, they are created, but unless they receive the author of life, they will surely have a spiritual death at the time that they have a physical death. So that takes us to your journey Um, You thought you were helping people when you were performing abortions. Um, What was this journey? What what happened? How did that change? Well, that's that's the key to it. And I would say my Damascus Road, I'm I'm not going to even pretend it's nowhere near like Saul's dramatic Damascus Road experience. But all of us had to get on that road to meet Jesus. Uh, I would like to say one thing before I get on that road, and that is, I think if I said things like I'm doing it to help people, I was doing that more or less to help my conscience. Even a fool knows that abortion does not help uh, a woman, and it definitely destroys the child. And we do it, and I did it, actually, because, well, it was something that was I felt that should be part of regular medicine, but when my wife and I, who were abortionists together, she was OBGYN, I was family medicine, we were doing it for the money. And Kim, we need to remind our audience here, abortion is not done uh, to help women. Uh, You will not find free abortion clinics or abortion ministries. Abortion is fueled by something called money. And if you were to remove the variable of money from the abortion equation, 
I wouldn't be having this interview right now because it wouldn't be worth the kingdom of darkness investing in the Holocaust of death through abortion where we've lost more than 60 million people, pre-born human beings, since the passage of Roe v. Wade in 1973. And thank God it was overturned uh, a couple of months ago uh, by the Supreme Court, the same court that approved it or passed it in, in June of 1973, when I was, a matter of fact, a junior undergraduate at the time. Well, my story, and I'm going to give the Reader's Digest version, I was raised attending church. I remind people that attending church does not make you a Christian or a believer no more so than if you go and sleep in your garage, you're going to wake up and you're going to be a car one day. No, you have to have a a, a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ in 1986, about three weeks from the delivery of our, our baby child. I went to a Christian music concert by Leon Patillo. I just loved his style of music, cassette tape, which a number of your audience uh, have never operated one. Uh, <laughs> I had, I was given a, a tape by a pastor who had taken an interest in me and was a patient. He invited me to the concert when this artist came to town. And during that audience or during that concert, Leon Patillo took a intermission and said, I'm not going to give an altar call, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask a simple question. I'm not going to even tell you about the four spiritual laws and all these wonderful things we sometimes, uh, these evangelistic tools that we use. He said, I want everyone who wants things right to be 100% with God to stand up. And I was at this concert with my mother, and immediately... And when I say immediately, as the P came off the U, when he said, stand up, I was standing up. The Holy Spirit yanked me up out of my seat. Leon Patillo prayed what would uh, be a sinner's prayer. Because I didn't know the basics of the gospel, had absolutely no idea what was going on. But I did indeed want things to be 100% right with God. I mean, who wouldn't, right? After dropping my mother at home and uh, returning or her home and returning to my home. Uh, my wife was there resting. Of course, this is three weeks before delivery. And I just felt so totally different. I didn't know what had happened. I didn't know what salvation was. But you see, God completed at least that understanding of what had happened. But then two to three weeks, the Godfather of this prospective child who was going to be born in three weeks was the son of a Pentecostal preacher. When I started to share with him how differently I was feeling, I was just feeling just, just clean and just rejuvenated. He started to cry. And he said, and he, he then explained the basics of the gospel, the cross, salvation. And I'm going, wow, why didn't I know this? I'd never been told this. I'd attended church from the time I was an infant to the time I went off to college. I never heard the word. I never heard this story. And he also said that he and his wife 
had been praying for my wife and I to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, and it had happened. And that's how it all started. That's what ground zero of my Damascus Road experience. The Lord then very soon uh, thereafter put my wife and I uh, on a pro-life work, a journey, and we've been involved with pro-life work all over the globe, and 40 Days for Life is where I work now. I'm a, I'm a retired family physician. My wife retired at OBGYN. She unfortunately passed away in August of, of, of this year after our I'm 40 sorry. years of, of marriage. Yeah, it's, it's been tough someday, but that's part of, part of life. I know where she is. I feel so sorry for people who lose children or spouses or whatever and don't know the Lord. It's just hopeless. So that's my story. And I share that so that people can see how God can take uh, a person who kills preborn children and thinks it's right, uh, does it for the money. I admit that, you know, two young people in, you know, Southern California need party money. And we had a good time, but God has a greater plan. God knows us. The Bible says from the time before we were in our mother's womb, we were in eternity. God, in the fullness of time, had a time for my wife and I to spend a few decades on the planet and to work on his behalf with acts already completed, already planned in Christ Jesus. And here I am in the great state of Colorado on behalf of 40 Days for Life. I've been in the boulder where the sky kills babies up to 32 weeks or so. For those of you that don't know what a 32-week baby looks like, they're far bigger than the ones that we're saving in the neonatal intensive care unit. These babies are two months from being born. He's been doing that in the same location while doing it in a boulder for about 50 years. I've been to Fort Collins. I've been to Greeley. I've been to, um, uh, where else have I been? I've been all over. Today I'm going to Colorado Springs and Littleton. So we're bringing the message to come out and pray uh, for 40 Days for Life to stop abortion, save babies, close abortion facilities, and to see abortion workers find other work like Abby Johnson did in Bryan College Station. Oh, boy. I tell you. Let's go to break. I'm talking with Dr. Haywood Robinson uh, regarding 40 Days for Life, which began yesterday as 40 Days of Prayer to End Abortion. And uh, fascinating discussion. Uh, in the last segment of the show, you can call in and ask Dr. Robinson any questions. That number is 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. We will be right back with Dr. Haywood Robinson. Inflation is rocking our boats, especially for individuals on fixed incomes. If you are 62 years or older, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lauren Levy, can help you navigate this inflation squeeze with a reverse mortgage. Additionally, if you are considering buying a new home, refinancing your existing home, or consolidating high interest debt, it's not too late to lock in an interest rate before interest rates increase again. Don't wait. Kim Munson recommends you call Lauren Levy today at 303-880-8881 for a no-cost consultation. That's Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. 
Don't buy a gun for just in case. In these uncertain times, you want to protect yourself, and Franktown Firearms will train and equip you to do so. When you buy a gun, plan on possibly having to use it in case of an emergency where you need to defend yourself. When you have a gun but aren't trained on how to properly use it, it's just irresponsible. The most important part of protecting yourself and your loved ones is being a responsible gun owner, including training on safety and usage. You can keep yourself safe with the proper tools and training from Franktown Firearms. Your firearm is the safeguard to your security when used properly. When you're unsure about the future of your security, remember that Franktown Firearms is your resource no matter your experience level. Go to klzradio.com slash franktown to contact the team directly or visit their website at ffgc.co slash training for course information. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, uh, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. Um, I have on the line with me Dr. Haywood Robinson. He is with 40 Days for Life. It began yesterday. It is uh, 40 Days of Prayer to End Abortion. And um, I was thinking through the break, uh, Dr. Robinson, I went went through these different words that I used. Uh, what's the opposite of life? It's death. The opposite of order, chaos. The opposite of creation, destruction. But I was thinking uh, of another one. What is the opposite of truth? It's a lie. And this, this lie of abortion, uh, Margaret Sanger, who was basically the founder of Planned Parenthood, was a, a racist. And many of these Planned Parenthood um, clinics were put in um, black neighborhoods because she was a racist. And I'd had Albert Guillory on the show, oh, this was a few years ago, and I remember him saying one of the most dangerous places for a black baby <laughs> is the womb. What's your thoughts on that? Exactly. I, I have become acquainted with him. He's quite the gentleman, as you would agree. Yes. Um, the, the way I've quoted it is the most dangerous place for a black person is a black womb. We have, as black uh, Americans, twice the abortion rate of our white counterparts, and that is by no means random or accidental, as you stated. Margaret Sanger, the racist eugenicist, uh, for those in the audience that don't know what eugenics is, it's a mindset of elite uh, whites that uh, believe that there are certain genetic types of people that should not proliferate. What Margaret Sanger was successful in doing was partnering with the black church, which was uh, the only single binding entity in the black community and indeed convinced pastors that she should have a relationship with them um, for community development, so to speak, when it was actually the opposite. So what happened was she would have... um, little things, social things, where she'd give away a free pig or give away something to uh, 
build relationship with these pastors. She even said that she didn't need the help of the black doctor. She recognized the strength of the black church and where the the integrity of our community was. Now, you say truth versus lie. The Bible is the word of God, and the Bible says that, that God or Jesus is, is the truth and that he is the word of God. He also has a, a comment about who is the author of lies. He says that the devil is a liar. He can only tell lies when he speaks. He is only lying. And you have to, by a simple superficial study of the word, looking at the beginning of the Bible, you see that's what he's about. So what he can make you do and what he's able to do with you, he works in your mind to convince you that things that are wrong are right. And that's where he works. That's why when you get saved and you become a believer, the Bible says we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, and we then have or develop the mind of Christ and the ability to stand against the evil wiles of the devil. And he's going to offer you some wonderful things, just like he offered Jesus at the end of his 40-day fast without food or water. He's always going to offer you something, but it's going to be at the cost of your soul, the cost of your relationship. If you're already a believer, he convinces you you can do drugs or you can do something that you know is wrong. That's the author of lies, the author of death. Well, and... Dr. Robinson, there is this lie that Planned Parenthood tells women. Uh, and I remember one of the first lies after Roe v. Wade was, it's just a clump of cells, it's just some tissue. And in fact, we just saw something very interesting that, um, now Patty will have to text me, I can't remember who it was, but it was some politician couldn't say when they thought that, that there was a heartbeat. And uh, Planned Parenthood apparently, Oh, it was Stacey Abrams. Thank you, Abrams. Producer. Abrams. Yeah. Okay, producer Steve, yeah, and, and thank you. Fa- one of my favorite people. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. So Stacey Abrams uh, in Georgia said she could not uh, define when um, a heart a heartbeat uh, started, and then on I guess on Planned Parenthood's website they said at about six weeks is where the uh, the uh, you could start to see the uh, hear the heartbeat. But then once she said that, apparently that disappeared off of Planned Parenthood's uh, website. So, again, when we're talking about lies, this is what happens. And um, uh, so I, I just thought that that was yeah. very important. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I've been sharing that story with people over the last several days. And this is an example of how we're going to have to advance the narrative we're going to have to take charge of the language. Now, if I had a super-duper um, stethoscope to stick in my ears and put down on a woman's belly, even at 10 weeks, I cannot hear the heartbeat. That heart is so small, I can't hear it by regular acoustic methods. What you hear in an early trimester, early first trimester baby from the ultrasound machine which has a speaker 
is nothing more than an electronic amplification of the mechanical motion of the heart. Okay, now when you grow up and you get bigger, and even as the baby gets bigger, you can indeed put a stethoscope on the abdomen and hear the heartbeat. But you see, here's what we pro-lifers fall for the okey-doke. They use situations like this to keep us distracted. The lady is a fool, okay? And we want to prove that we're right. It does not reach the threshold of me giving her the time of day because I know there's plenty of research. We can open up any embryology book, anything that has to do with human development, and show that the heart is being there. And if you can read that on on uh, Planned Parenthood's website, if they would admit it, well, you know, that says a lot. So what I think we should be doing is looking at situations like that the same way that a postal service mail carrier deals with a barking dog. Ignore it and don't let it distract us from the new and good things that we can do as we talk about our post-row uh, in, uh, environment, the new things, how we have to grab the narrative. We have to go on offense. We cannot continue to be reactive to idiots like what we're talking about right now. Let them bark all they want, but let us move forward to come up with novel things that we can do to get the preborn human beings, God-given human rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness recognized by the government, and that this Holocaust stop in the United States and hopefully the world will recognize it, the United States as the leader of freedom, and we start to see abortion disappear in other parts of the globe. Love that. Uh, Dr. Robinson, you gr- you're going to stay on uh, for our call-in time, and so we want to hear from you, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. I have additional questions as well. So we are going to go to break. Before we do that, though, uh, as you you know, one of the nonprofits that I love is the USMC Memorial Foundation. They're raising money to remodel the Marine Memorial out at Six and Colfax. My friends, it's so important that we know the stories, remember and honor those that have given their lives or have been willing to give their lives for our liberty, for our our responsible exercise of freedom. And they're going to have a really great event. It's uh, October 26, 1130 to 1.30 p.m. out at the Hilton Denver Inverness um, Hotel. And it's going to be an afternoon with a Navy SEAL commander. And guests of honor, there's going to be two or three World War II Iwo Jima veterans there, as well as uh, some Broncos and other sports figures. I get to emcee the event. Uh, you can get tickets by going to USMCMemorialFoundation.org. That's USMCMemorialFoundation.org. I'd say get your tickets early because I think it's going to sell out. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back with Dr. Haywood Robinson. Hey, everybody. Roots Medical here with an exciting update about the practice. In addition to specialties in hormones, thyroid, and gut health, Roots Medical is thrilled to now offer pediatrics. Scheduling is easy, and the appointments are comprehensive, genuine, and focused on your child. Take control of your child's health care by scheduling at Roots Medical. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. 
Three Points Financial is a fiduciary financial planning company focused on helping individuals and families. Mary Alpers and Steve Cruz at Three Points Financial specialize in investment strategies, tax planning and preparation, and retirement planning with no product sales or commissions. Tax laws have changed and will continue to change. Inflation is real. Three Points Financial helps you maneuver through these changes to achieve your financial success. For clarity and a solid, relevant financial and investment plan while working with a company that puts your interests at the forefront, schedule a no-obligation initial consultation at threepointsfinancial.com. That's threepointsfinancial.com. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And on the line with me is Dr. Haywood Robinson. He is with 40 Days for Life, which um, that began yesterday. It's 40 Days of Prayer to to end abortion uh, in America and throughout the world. Uh, on the line with us, uh, Dr. Robinson, is Johnny J. Uh, Johnny um, from Denver, and he is running for House District 5. Johnny, welcome to the show. Yes. Um, I was, I listened, well, I look for events that are happening in Denver, and I, uh, we have this magazine called 303 Magazine, and it, it shows that there's going to be a, um, uh, abortion rights uh, fundraiser and i'm thinking i thought they were already getting money from the state government i guess now no longer the federal government and i was going to ask the doctor should we put forth like programs in the in mag you know left-wing magazines like this to say there's going to be a pro-life fundraiser or should we just say that's just noise and go about our business well uh, first off, the uh, the poor boards don't have to do fundraisers. They get all of the free legal uh, advice and representation that they want because, uh, unfortunately, our <laughs> educational system is taken over by the left. I think it's a waste of time for us to advertise in these left-wing uh, outlets unless it's going to a broad non-specific audience uh, I think we have to put our focus on people of like mind and of course I'm presuming since you're on this show and the question that uh, you've asked is you are a pro-lifer and you believe uh, that we should not be destroying these innocent human lives but part of what I was uh, speaking on uh, and I don't know if you were listening over the last few minutes and that is we have to direct this battle. Now, the other reason, uh, they don't have to do much work. They did get a lot of their money cut under the Trump administration, but because they have so many tentacles in different appendages of the Treasury, they are still getting money from uh, the government. Joe Biden 
has made sure that there would there actually new outlets that Planned Parenthood is um, uh, uh, getting money from the federal government. Of course, the House of Representatives controls the purse, and they do things under the guise of uh, human rights or women's reproductive rights, and that money trickles right back to Planned Parenthood. So it's taking uh, money via force, via taxation from one person, and then they're using that money for this. Hey, Johnny J., what is that website? Uh, and uh, the election is coming up soon. You're running for House District 5. What's your website? It's uh, Johnny with J-O-H-N-N-I-E, J for Colorado, HouseDistrict5.com. And uh, yes, I, I am uh, pro-life, and I'm going to remain that way. For I was that way when I was a, a mm, deceived d- Democrat, and I'm still that way. Okay, Johnny J. Thank you so Amen. much, and thank you, <laughs> and thank you for stepping forward to run for office, um, Dr. Robinson. Uh, what's your comments about the decision from the Supreme Court regarding um, Planned Parenthood Roe v. Wade? What's your thoughts on that? Well, I was a junior undergraduate when Roe v. Wade was passed. Uh, our our general counsel, Kamala, you says this, that you had nine men. And if you notice, Planned Parenthood never bashes those nine men of 1973, right? But these nine men donned black robes, and one of these men was a, a, a black man who got famous in a rather interesting case that I believe is somewhat related to Roe v. Wade. But they decided that, uh, that this was, that abortion was something that the Constitution should guarantee to Americans. Now, I think most people out there know that the word Constitution, or the word abortion, is not in the Constitution. What they did, they just pulled a rabbit out of the hat, and they said uh, two pretty important things that you should be aware of, and that is that they felt in the privacy clause that included a woman's reproductive decisions, which would include abortion. They also said that they would not consider there was a lot of uh, uh, professional uh, uh, witnesses who had said that, you know, life begins at, uh, you know, conception and you know, many biologists that, 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 that did indeed testify on behalf of the preborn, but they said they, they were, they pulled another rabbit out the hat, something called personhood. And they said, well, we want to know, you know, when it becomes uh, a, a person. And there's no way that that can scientifically be shown. So they decided they weren't even going to even deal with that issue. And since they weren't going to deal with that issue, we wound up with a situation where abortion was done for basic for for the entire length of of, of, of of pregnancy. So that's how we wound up with it. And it was a shaky decision because they did not have good grounds in the Constitution to make it stick. And most people as as time passed, I recognize that it would eventually be overturned.
Okay. And so it is historical. Hey, we have Yvonne in Fort Collins on the line. Yvonne in Fort Collins, uh, your comment. Um, I just wanted to mention in relation to Giorgia Meloni from Italy. Um, <clears throat> I don't know exactly her position, but uh, she did an outstanding job speaking um, about our responsibilities as citizens. And she spoke about why the family was the enemy and why it was so frightening. And it's because it gives us our identity. And if we have an identity, we can't be thrown into a collective. And that quote that um, you had an excellent quote before, and this is the, the one that she gave, is at the end of her speech, she said, fires will be, you know, from Chesterton, fires will be kindled to testify that two and two make four. Swords will be drawn to prove that leaves are green in summer. That's our equivalent to saying swords will be drawn for us to say the emperor has no clothes, as we know by what's been going on. And uh, she ends by saying, Quel tempo è arrivati, signore. Siamo pronti. That time has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. We are ready. This response. Boy, Yvonne, that is pretty amazing. And when when she says the family is the enemy, it's the enemy of this agenda of the Davos globalist elites uh, on that. And Yvonne, just very quickly, you're the founder of Perspectives 101. How can people get information about uh, about Perspectives 101? You're bringing in great speakers and informing people. Um, yes, Perspectives 101 is email perspectives101.info at gmail.com. So if you want more information, that's uh, perspectives101.info at gmail.com. Thank you for sharing that perspective on that. Uh, she is uh, exciting what is happening there in Italy, as well as what's happening with the British Prime Minister. Uh, so thank you, Yvonne. Um, Dr. Robinson, we have maybe about a, a minute or so left. Uh, what's the final thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? Is become a part of pro-life movements. And that can be a pregnancy resource center. It can be working in a maternity home. It can be working with an adoption center. It doesn't have to be 40 days for life. Standing out and praying is not for everyone, but we've got other pro-life organizations. Find something that is going to be fulfilling and life-giving. The energy of seeing women's lives change People saving their babies is going to leave an indelible impression on you as a human being, as a believer. We are called in the Bible to minister to widows and orphans. And the very story of Jesus Christ starts at a crisis pregnancy. Two very young people, not married, with an unexpected pregnancy. And that should be enough to tell you We've got plenty of unexpected pregnancies out there and women that need our help. So please come into the pro-life movement. And if 40 Days for Life is for you to come and stand and pray, it is effective. And thank you, thank you, Kim, for having me on your show today. It is indeed my honor. And one other thing, we must pray for the fathers as well. Sometimes they're left Amen. out of this whole thing, and we must pray for the, the fathers as well. Dr. Haywood Robinson, it has been my delight and 40 Days for Life. Uh, it began yesterday, and uh, I so appreciate you being our guest on our show. Thank you. 
And our quote for the end of the show is from G.K. Chesterton. He said, courage is almost a contradiction in terms. It means a strong desire to live, taking the form of readiness to die. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America.